Hello, welcome back to my second podcast. If you listened to the first one, I appreciate you. Actually, um, forty people list forty well forty one people listened to my first podcast. Um, that was a big surprise for me because I really didn't think anyone was gonna listen to it. So I was kind of low key freaking out. But yeah, um, I'm gonna keep this intro short because. Um, I asked my friend for some feedback and she's like, your intro was way too long. And I'm like, this is true. So we're jumping into it. Um, today I wanted to talk about what it's like to work in film. Um, I work in film as in costumes, the costume department. Um, and it's, it's really awesome. And I just wanted to talk about it. Um, because I've actually, I've had a lot of people ask me about it. I've had a lot of people ask me like how to get into it. Um, and I've had a lot of people just like, I don't know, want to do it, but not, I don't know, not really. But, um, I just had, um, coffee with my friend the other day and I was telling him about it. And so it kind of inspired me to record this podcast. Um, so yeah. So Basically, I'll start off with saying that I work in costumes. Um, I make about $30 an hour and overtime is, I wrote it down over here, I think. I don't know. I'm always interested in how much money people make. So, so after eight hours, you get $45 an hour. And then after 12 hours, you're paid $60 an hour, um, which is really, really good. Uh, I love the fact that we can work really long days, long hours, and then you have so much like time off in film um, to just do whatever side project, like side hustle you want to do, whatever your like career passion is. Um, I love. I that's one thing I love about film. Um, I'm actually I'm just day calling right now, so um, I worked on Arrow the other day. We were just wrapping. Um, and yeah, um, I'm just hoping to pick up, oh, I'm getting a phone call, one sec. Okay, so that was ICBC calling me um, because my car has been in a few accidents this year. Um, I'll talk about it at the end, it's it's no big deal. Um, someone just shattered my side rear view mirror and then drove off, so it's kind of, technically it's a hit and run. But yeah, I'll talk about it at the end. But I don't really remember where I left off. But I really, I really like, um, I really. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I, I really enjoy working in film. It's like, especially day calling. It's like you're going on an adventure every day. Like the other day I was working in a casino and it was just like, there was crazy. The costumes were really cool. And yeah, it was just, I love working on set. It's really fun. Um, actually one of, I've, I've been working in film for like under a year now, I think like, I don't, I don't think a year, maybe like just under a year ish. But I remember, I think I talked about it a bit in my, in my first podcast that my first day was working on Riverdale as just a sewer um, I don't put myself available to sew anymore because I don't really enjoy sewing for 10 hours. I have, like, it's just kind of hard to be in one spot for, like, 10 hours, I find. 
because usually when you're working in the office or anything like that, it's 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 usually like a 10 hours. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, now it's my business partner, so I have to pick this up. Okay, and we're back. Um, I had a phone call with my business partner, Tom. Um, I, I wish I could tell you about that side project right now, but I cannot. I'm so excited to talk about it, though, because I hate not talking about things. I'm such an open book. It's ridiculous. Um, update. I've got this turmeric type of smoothie thing. I don't know, but it's really good. Mm. Okay. What was I talking about? I lost my train of thought. I think I was talking about how it's how how my work is like an adventure every day. Was I, was I talking about that? I really have no idea. Um Oh okay, I remember where I left off. Okay, so one of the first days I guess okay, so the first day was on Riverdale when I was sewing and then I was like, Oh, I don't really like sewing, so I don't sew anymore, I just do um like on set costumer usually for background and uh other thing oh I love being a buyer I love going and shopping um and like doing shopping and returns and stuff like that I love that and also uh prep costumer which is like working in the office um I don't mind doing that but so I think this was my second day on this show I'm not gonna say what the show is um I'm not gonna say the name of the show because I don't want to get in trouble but I'm not gonna get in trouble anyways because this show was filmed this was like a year ago so it's it's released by now so we're good I don't want to because everything's like you know you're not supposed to talk about anything but um okay so it was like a game show and this is the day I, this was okay this is the day I realized that I enjoy film and that I want I want to continue doing it and um I think this is after I dropped out of school I was like I made a good decision so we were in the freaking middle of nowhere I don't even I can't tell you but yeah we were in the middle of nowhere and um and yeah it was a game show and the the people we were dressing, no, they were already dressed, but we were just kind of on set making sure they're comfortable and everything. There was 16 naked Asian men in, in diapers. Yeah. And they were all lined up. And then the main character was supposed to like crawl up them to complete the challenge or something. Oh, they were all, okay. 16 Asian men. <laughs> 16 Asian men in diapers oiled up with, like, lube or, like, oil or something, like, lubed up. So, yeah, and then the main character was supposed to crawl up this, like, stack of this, I, I don't know. So that was really interesting. Um, apparently there was a bunch of other crazy stuff happening that day. Like, there was, like, a cow in a suit and the one of the other main characters was, like, jacking it off or something. I don't know. It was a weird day. I think I missed the cow part. I don't know what I was doing, but I heard about that after. And I was just like, wow, this job is great. <laughs> I love it. I was like, this is so great. But yeah. And, uh, and then the other, a few months ago um, on set was, we were on set with like, it was the circus. Actually, a few of my friends were 
doing background. So it was kind of fun. I like ran into them. Um, but the set was literally a circus and the background were like on the friggin fer- Ferris wheel. That's the word. Um, the background were on this Ferris wheel and um, they were really cold up there. I was like giving them extra hot shots and hot shots are these little like warm bag things. I don't know. You can like stick them to your feet and your back and you can hold them. Um, but yeah, and it was literally, I think it was two days. It was literally, it was literally just being on a circus for two days. And um, it's funny because all the like concessions and stuff, they were open. So they're giving out like popcorn and like, little donuts and stuff. Um, I don't think I ate any of that stuff. I was probably trying to be healthy that day. But <laughs> yeah, um, I've just been on some, there's just been some pretty crazy stuff. Oh, and on this show, um, I worked on Siren for a while. And on that show, they had this huge tank. It's like, oh my God, it's so cool and crazy. It's like this, it's like a pool, but it's like, it was so cool to see it. It was just like this huge, it looked like just like this huge metal thing. And then like when you climb to the top, you can see it's like a swimming pool. And it was just like, that was crazy. Working on Siren was really cool because it was like, it's like this mermaid show. Um, but okay. One thing I just, I didn't really like about working on Siren was that, um, well, I, I learned a little bit of a lesson because I watched like season one and season two of Siren. Cause this, this girl told me like, Oh, you're working on Siren. I'm like, yeah, I'm really excited. And, um, she's like, Oh yeah, you should like watch season one and season two. So you have like an understanding of the costumes and everything. And I was like, okay, sure. Why not? So I watched it and then I got into it, which is fine. But then when I like saw like the actors and everything, I got so like nervous and like, I usually don't get nervous, um, in front of like, you know, like anyone or whatever, or whatever. But I think it's just cause I watched the show and then like met them. It was just like, I was just like, so awkward and nervous. I and mean, it was just, Oh, it was just so awkward. I did not enjoy that. <laughs> it was just so weird. I mean, it was fine. Um, it was so definitely a good show to work on. Um, <laughs> I was just so awkward. Yeah. So now my thing is that I, I don't watch, I don't like to watch shows that I've been on. Like I've watched a little bit of Riverdale. It's not, it's not my favorite TV show, but I've, I've seen like parts of it. Just, you know, there's a lot of hype around that show, but um, yeah, I don't really want to work on that show just cause I feel like I would get so nervous and like awkward um so that's I don't really I don't really like to work on shows that I've watched or like the ones that have a lot of hype or whatever but yeah this I want to recommend this smoothie because it's so good and like easy to just drink sorry I'm filming a podcast I shouldn't I shouldn't be eating I apologize but eating drinking I guess it's drinking non-alcoholic though we're we're good. But, uh, yeah, what did I talk about? I talked about, um, oh yeah. And also, um, yeah, we make like $30 an hour, but that's like public information. You can literally, you can literally Google, um, IATSE rates or something like that. And there's like a PDF online, which is public information of how much, um, each crew member and each position, how much they all make. Um, I mean the higher positions, it doesn't say it's like, per contract or whatever, obviously. And, um, 
this this podcast is obviously from a point of view of someone who's only been in the industry for under a year. Um, and so I'm like no expert. I'm just like talking about my experience. Um, I'm just documenting. I'm not trying to teach anyone anything. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I definitely just love the flexibility of it. The fact that I can work like the fact that I can work 80 hours a week and make like two grand a week, which is, which is pretty good. Um, and then just have months off to just do my own thing, to rest and recover and everything. Um, yeah, if I work about eight hours, that's about 300, maybe a little under. And then <clears throat> I worked, oh, hey, I was doing this the other day. Um, I was like, I think I was doing this for my EI. Oh, also, um, when you're not working, you can apply for EI, which is employment insurance. And so basically you just go, it's really complicated. Um, most people know about it. I've, I've run into a few people like on set that didn't know about it. I was like, oh my God, girl, <laughs> like you need to know about EI because basically you're paid when you're not working. Um, you're paid like $15 an hour. Well, you're technically you're paid half of what your normal rate is, which is 30. So then you're paid 15 an hour and I think there's a certain amount of time like maybe like a few months that you can do this um but yeah so say you're not say you don't work for two weeks you'll be paid full you'll be paid by the government full-time like what yeah like $15 an hour so you'll be paid that um half of what you would normally make which is like pretty good um so I, I was applying for EI and I was writing down, I had to fill out some stuff. And I think this, this, this day or whatever, I, I did 10 hours and I made $330 that day. And then the other day I worked 16 hours, and I made $570. But then there's also like taxes and all that fun stuff, you know. So I made $900 and that's for two days. So that's pretty, pretty good. But um, yeah. No, uh, if, if anyone has any questions about costumes, like, or you, if you want to apply to work in costumes, literally just Google IATSE local 891 applications, go to permitting applications. What is it? I don't know. Costumes. Like, it's so easy. Like, <laughs> and like everything I'm saying on this is public information. Like, I'm not saying anything that's not whatever, but yeah, um, what else about film? I don't know. I like it. Oh, you also meet, like, super creative people, like, because every time, especially when you're day calling, you're, like, meeting so many people on set, and most people are, like, pretty creative in film, which is really awesome, so it's really, like, nice to network and stuff. I've met some really cool people, but, um, for a while there, I wanted to be a costume designer, um, but I don't know if that's really, I'm starting to get into business and I'm learning about it um, on my own, kind of. Um, Tom's actually teaching me a lot, but I think that's kind of like more of the route I want to go on. Um, I, As much as I love film, I feel like, and it's also just a nice thing to kind of fall back on as well. Um, I don't know. I feel like 
I don't know if I want to do it forever. But I also, I'd also be okay with doing it for a while, though. Because it's like, it's cool, it's fun. But I'd have to say one of the downfalls or one of the more difficult things people have with film is that it's not it's not consistent um like you you're not guaranteed work you're not guaranteed a number of hours each week so that that can be difficult um consistency is is also you know it's also important i mean if you i feel like if you wanted consistency I would recommend to work at Lululemon or Apple. Um, those are the two places I would have worked at if I didn't work in film because Lululemon, um, I, I've, I've just heard that it pays very well um, for retail and they also get like a team kind of commission, which is really good. So they, they do have like, yeah, I think that, yeah, so they have commission, but it's like split between everyone equally, which is really good. It's a good system, and they've also just got really good benefits. Like, um, I think that they pay for. I heard that they pay for like any kind of workout or at like athletic type of thing that you want to do, which is good. And also, Apple, um, they're a really good place to work for as well. Because I think I heard that I don't I don't know what they what they pay because I was looking into those two places like. A lot like a long time ago um but I know that Apple is really awesome because I think I heard that they out of this this might be wrong but I heard that they give you like an Apple watch and also like they pay for part of your phone bill um but yeah no I heard that they just have really great benefits so and probably yeah so that's that's where I would be working otherwise but yeah, I, I just became a member like a few months ago. Um, you have to work 90 days on set with IATSE um, as a permit to apply for a member. And um, I would even recommend for people that have about 80 days to just kind of sign up for the membership meeting because I think it's once every three months. I just went to the to like this meeting and there was just like 30 people there and there was just this lady talking and then after that we became members I never had an, a permit interview I never did any sewing samples um which it, I don't know I just weirdly didn't do that um but I'm a member now and I have to pay uh union dues so I have to pay I think I paid $800 to become a member and then there's there's quarterly dues so but I think I just paid them all at once. So I just did like a yearly thing, which was fine. Um, yeah. And then I just kind of took some notes because I actually I just actually just took a break. And I, I took a break. I went to go grab some groceries and I came back and I listened to my podcast again. And I just kind of took some notes of some other things that I'm missing out on or just like things that I wanted to talk about as well. Um. So, yeah, so basically when you're day calling, IATSE will like text you and, or no, they'll call you and they'll just be like, Harry, available right now to go to work. And you'll say yes or no. And if you say yes, then they'll just text you all the information. They'll be like, here's the address that you have to go to. Or they'll, or, or they'll say like, are you free tomorrow? Like for a day call. Um, and then usually when you day call, they'll be, they'll ask you to come back like the next day or like stay on the show or whatever. 
which is really nice. So just crossing things off my list. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, another thing was turnaround hours. Um, so basically turnaround is since we work such long hours, the, like the law, I think within BC is that, so say you finish at 10 PM at night, then you need 10 hours to work, to start work again. And if you cut in between that 10 hours of your like resting time, they have to pay you for the first like hour, I think like triple time. Maybe that's wrong. That could be wrong, but I think that's what it is. But you basically get paid like a lot. Um, so yeah, if it's like cutting into that 10 hour, like resting, sleeping time pretty much, but yeah, it's, it's pretty rare that you go into turnaround. And if you are going to turn around, you're really freaking tired. But, um, I got most of my days on Stoker through when I was a permit. Um, and we did go into turnaround like a few times, um, cause we were working like full time. That was a really awesome show. I worked with I worked with Anthony and Sierra and Sean and I just like worked I, I made some like close friends. Um I still love all those people. And yeah, I just I met some really awesome people on that show. I really liked working on Snowpiercer because it was the same location. Cause it's a it's a train. It's just one long train. <laughs> so basically it's just it's just the same studio. So we don't have to like drive all around, which was really nice. Um, even though it was far, it was still nice to just like have the same location every day. But yeah, so Snowpiercer was actually a movie. It's a really like old movie. I watched it like years ago. And so then they made, they made um, a, they, they turned it into like a TV series. So they did season one. I think they're doing season two right now. I'm working on it on Monday, actually. So I'm going to go back. I'm really excited. But yeah, um, that was a really awesome show to work on. I learned a lot. I worked in the office and on set. So I learned about a lot about that kind of stuff. Um, I think a really challenging part for me was learning how to read the call sheet. It didn't really, it didn't really come easily to me at first. But once I kind of started you know, seeing more of them, I started understanding it a lot better. But I, you know, just like you can just ask people around you and everyone's super nice and everyone's super helpful. So, so yeah, it was, uh, it was no big deal. But yeah, what else did I want to talk about? Um, I think that was most of the stuff that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, Whenever I'm like, whenever we're wrapping or working in prep in the office, uh, if, ever, if we're ever like lifting heavy boxes or like moving like heavy racks of clothes and stuff like that, or doing anything laborious, I always try to think in my head like that you're getting, you're technically, you're getting paid to work out right now. Like people, people go to the gym and pay to go to the gym to work out. But when you're at work, if you're doing anything laborious, just think about it in that type of way. And it really just it kind of resets your brain. I think I was listening to some podcast about, um, it was about this study that I don't even remember if it, maybe it was a Ted talk actually, but they were doing this study on these house housekeeping ladies. And they were basically, they had one group where they just let them do like their normal thing. And then had another group. And I think they, 
they explained to them that like, or no. Okay. So they started out with um, asking them like, do you like, how often do you work out? And like, most of them said, Oh, like I, I don't work out at all. And in reality, their job is like such a, an amazing workout because they're like housekeeping is like oh my god such an amazing workout like when I clean anything like I'm breaking a sweat you know like changing your bed sheets is just like a whole last thing but but yeah but then but they felt like they didn't work out they didn't get any exercise and so then they told this one group of or one group of the study they told them that they explained to them like how many calories they're burning during just by working and yeah just like that they're they explained to them that their job is such an intense workout and then I think they came back weeks later and the group that they told um that the the group that they explained that they were getting a good workout at their work apparently they were had like better self-confidence and um some of them even like lost weight and were like healthier or whatever um that's just from what I from what I heard from that interview thing or whatever but yeah, no, so I think that was really interesting just to kind of think in a positive way about your work um, and to just stay positive because instead of instead of thinking about like, oh my God, like this is so laborious or this is such a pain in the ass or whatever, it's just like a more positive way to think about it, um, which I thought. Anyways, yeah, um, so I guess I'll talk about my yeah my car got hit and my heart my car has been hit like three times this year um none of them were my fault the first time I was just driving slowly through an alleyway and some guy just backed up into me and like I guess didn't think to look behind him which is you know freaking step one of learning how to drive look behind you before you back up but um yeah this this dumb guy just didn't look behind him he just backed into me but um there was no issues with my car so that was fine nothing happened that was like at the beginning of the year the second time oh what was the second time okay so the second time I was uh, I was downtown I was buying some Ugg slippers my mom was coming to pick me up and her my mom and her foster daughter were just sitting in the alley waiting for me to come out and so yeah they were just sitting in the alley some guy like um was parked in front of her I guess and he came into his car and just backed up into my car so like hit the front of my car and when I came out they were like my mom calls me she's like oh my god someone just hit the car I'm like oh my god so I anyways I left Ugg and I and I went to my car and this guy seemed like I don't know he just seemed weird I think he was probably drunk but turns out it wasn't even his car. It was his friend's car. So his friend's kind of screwed. Um, don't lend out your car to sketchy people, <laughs> obviously. But yeah, and he he didn't have his driver's license on him, which is like, dude, come on. Also, also step one of driving. Look behind you before you back up. And his excuse was that he said that there was no one parked behind him when he parked there. So he thought that there was no one parked behind him when he left. Like, oh my God, are you are you dumb? (laughs) I could not believe that. I was like, okay. Um, I'm always super calm in those situations. Cause I mean, there's no point in like yelling at the person, you know? So I'm just like, Hey, what's up? Oh, it's no big deal. Like whatever. So we just, I mean, we have his, um, license plate number. So that's kind of all you need really. But 
what we what we actually learned from the the experience is that you technically need two witnesses in any sort of car accident um, to have a really good strong case, which is something that we didn't have. My mom um, thought that her foster daughter and me were like two witnesses, and she was like, "Oh, great, we have two witnesses. This is great," but it has to be someone that's not your friend or your family. So neither of us worked um, as witnesses, but um, our, our claim still went through. Everything was fine. We just like got the front repaired and everything. I just actually picked up the car today and they cleaned the car, which was great. And um, yeah, so the car is fine. And then like about a week ago, my mom's like, oh my God, someone hit the car again. And what happened is that she was in the bank and she came out and someone's like, someone's writing on a piece of paper, like in, beside our car. And, um, and so she comes up and she's like, Hey, and also the side rear view mirror is on the left is totaled. It's like smashed. And she's just like, Hey, Oh, like what happened? And this guy was a witness actually. And someone hit this like my car was just parked in front of TD, the bank, and someone just hit my car and left. So it was technically a hit and run. So technically ICBC is doing like an investigation or whatever. They're, they've contacted um, the person. So the, 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 um, the witness like wrote down the license plate number, which was super helpful. And it's really great because this time we have at least one witness, which is great, which is just some stranger guy. He's just like some engineer, which is really, which is really nice of him. So yeah, if you ever see an accident, just, you know, write down the license plate number or whatever. Um, Cause it's really, really helpful for the person. And um, yeah. What was I talking about? I, I lose my train of thought so easily. I'm sorry. But yeah, so this, my side mirror or whatever is totaled right now. And so we're just kind of waiting on that. But yeah, um, the main thing we learned out of that and that I want people to know is that if you ever get into a car accident, grab two witnesses that are absolute strangers. That's just really important. Just grab their name and phone number. And I think when I was at Craftsman Collision, I saw on the wall, it said like witness gets like $60 or something. So I don't know if they get like 60 bucks for being a witness. I'm not sure if that's true, but I saw that. Don't quote me on that, but that would be cool. Anyways, um, yeah, this was like a one take wonder, even though I was interrupted a bunch of times. Um, also, I haven't done any edits. This is just me going on a rant for my goal is 40 minutes. I think this one's a little, a little under that, but that's fine. You, you can, you can do other things. You can listen to other podcasts. Go listen to my first podcast. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I want to talk about. I've crossed everything off on my little list of things I want to talk about, which is great. Um, go follow me on Instagram and TikTok um and youtube those are those are the platforms that i'm most active on and also linkedin i just joined linkedin it's just my name t-a-h-n-e-e and my last name's trousdell t-r-o-u-s-d-e-l-l but my handle for um everything else like my handle for youtube instagram and 
TikTok is TJ underscore on toast. Um, I kind of want to change my, all my handles to just my name just to make it very consistent and easy to find me. But um, I don't know. I've just, I've been thinking about it. But for now, it's TJ underscore on toast, which I also like that handle. It's cute. And yeah, we've, I've got, I've got a bit of an announcement coming soon, which I'm really excited to tell everyone about. But thank you for listening to my podcast. Um, I'll be posting the first 15 minutes on my YouTube channel if you want to watch me visually talk, which is very interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, because I can only post 15 minutes because I'm not verified. So yeah, I don't ever expect to be verified, but maybe miraculously one day I'll be verified. Anyways, um, thanks for listening. I, I love you all. Have an amazing day. Bye.